Hello, it's your drug dealer. I thought I'd call in case you needed anything at all. You know you can always call me just to talk, but I mostly want to sell you drugs. Drug dealer. Mother's Day weekend. I didn't because I was at work in the pharmacy. Especially on Mother's Day. Pharmacy opened up at 10. I literally was on the phone from 10 to 11. People just kept calling and calling. I'm thinking to myself, it is Mother's Day. Shouldn't you be calling your mama? Why are you calling the pharmacy today on Mother's Day? Man. Unless your Mother's Day gift was to come pick up your mama's prescription, I don't know why all those people was at the pharmacy. We did like 280 scripts on a Sunday. It was crazy. I think I'm going to start off this pharmacy podcast with with several rants. I mean, what's a pharmacy podcast without rants? Why do people wait till there's absolutely no more pills in the bottle before they call the pharmacy to ask for a refill? I had this lady on Mother's Day call. She's like, hi, I'm out of pills. I need a refill. I said, ma'am, you don't have any refills. I have to call a doctor. Well, there are no more pills in my bottle. Why would you wait till there are absolutely no more pills in your bottle? You don't drive your car until there's absolutely no gas and it doesn't move before you're like, hmm, maybe I should go to the gas station and get some gas. No. You get gas when the yellow light comes on, the little gas light. Maybe that's what we need, little little gas light indicators on these pill bottles. I'm going to try to invent that and go on Shark Tank. Didn't have the nerve to get upset in the pharmacy. And what is it about the pharmacy that, like, when people call the pharmacy or come to the pharmacy, they forget the English language? Like, their vocabulary just disappears. This lady's like, hi, um, you guys are trying to contact my doctor? I said, yeah, your doctor denied that refill. What do you mean he denied it? He said you need to make an appointment. He wouldn't fill it. But I don't get it. What do you mean he denied it? What do you mean you don't get it? You don't know what the word denied means? All of a sudden, you don't comprehend the word denied. Just like anything else, if you go to a building and they deny you access, you have been denied. I, 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 we do too many scripts a day for me to have to sit there and go back over vocabulary. You should have did that in high school. What do you mean refill too soon? Um, you, it's too soon for you to refill your medication. It will cover it on X, and X such a day. I don't get it. Wait, wait. Refill too soon. Yes, refill too soon. Like, I don't know any other way to explain that than what I just said. This isn't McDonald's and, and your medicine's a Diet Coke and you get unlimited refills. You can go back whenever you want. What's a deductible? You don't know what a deductible means? You are 47 years old. Please tell me. At some point in your life, you had to learn 
where the deductible was. Like I tell you, I I don't have time to re go over the English language because people want to forget it when they come to the pharmacy. And then time as we know it seems to just disappear. I think people think there's 12 hours a day instead of 24 because every time I sell somebody, it'll be 20 minutes. They show up 10 minutes later. You tell them 30 minute wait, they show up 15 minutes later. It's like all of a sudden our days were were cut in half and no one notified me about it. I don't know, man. I was thinking about something else. It's sad to in today's world that, as a pharmacist, I can't be real with the customers. Like, everything... Everybody's so sensitive. I do stand-up comedy, and, and nowadays in stand-up comedy, there's certain topics you can't talk about because people are so sensitive. Like, a guy came into the pharmacy the other day, this big guy, overweight, we were talking, he goes, I think my knee hurts because of the rain. I'm like, I think your knee hurts because your BMI is like 45. No, 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 it's not that, it's the rain. You would rather blame the weather than you being overweight for your knee pain. Is that where we're at in today's society? No one wants to take blame? I always want to, it's always the pharmacist's fault, the doctor's fault. It's never the patient's fault. Not their fault. Nope. My knee hurts because of rain. No, your knee hurts because of McDonald's, White Castles, Burger King, Arby's, one of them, or most likely all of them. People just get mad. I had another lady. It was like two days after Easter. All the Easter candy was like 90% off. She had a shopping cart full of Easter eggs. I should know because I had to ring up all 37 pieces. Why she felt the pharmacy was the best place to ring up this Easter candy. But we get to talk and she's like, what do you recommend for weight loss? I recommend you put all this candy back where you found it. That's what I recommend. Gonna buy 37 pieces of damn Easter candy, then gonna ask for a, a weight loss recommendation. Girl, bye. Wasting my time. You wasted my time twice. The first time was having me ring up all 37 pieces of, of Easter candy. Second time was asking me about weight loss when you literally have about 12,000 calories sitting in this damn basket. I had a lady come through drive through She was smoking a cigarette. She goes, I need my Spariva. I'm like, you got a refill. I got to contact your doctor. She goes, but I need my inhaler. No, you need to quit inhaling that cigarette. That's why you need the Spariva in the first damn place. You more worried about the Spariva instead of the fact of why you probably have COPD anyway. Is it just me or should all sick people just be forced to go through drive through No, I'm serious because I'm tired of these people coughing all over the counter 
trying to make you sick when you healthy. I had a lady literally spent a minute coughing on the counter, then another minute coughing on the prescription. And it goes, can I hand this to you? Hell no, you can't hand me that prescription. I told her, just read it to me. I took it like it was a verbal. I wasn't about to touch that 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 Petri dish full of germs, her prescription. Go through the drive-thru. Come in pharmacy coughing on everybody. I said I was going to talk about my experiences as a floater and working in the hood in Chicago. <laughs> working on the west side of Chicago was probably one of the crazy experiences of my life. First of all, every time you parked in a parking lot, there was at least five to ten crackheads walking all over the place. Every day I, I tried to walk into work was like being in the Michael Jackson music video thriller with all those zombies. Every day was like walking dead, just trying to get to the damn pharmacy. You gotta dodge crackheads and it's funny they had me titled as clinical pharmacist, but the only clinical questions anybody ever asked me in the hood was why I gotta pay a two dollar copay. Why ain't my prescription ready? And what's the code to the restroom? Those are the only three questions anybody ever asked me. That was I worked in the hood for I couldn't take it. I swear my last day. The day they asked me to give a crackhead CPR, that was my last day. <laughs> I requested a transfer. I said, I'm done. I wish I would do mouth to mouth with a crackhead. End up with a drug addiction. <laughs> the one thing I do miss about the hood was the fights. They used to be fighting in the lobby all the time. That's why I used to keep that theater candy under the cash register. Because anytime a fight broke out, I'd just sit there. I remember one time this doctor was like, you had me on hold for 20 minutes. I'm like, sir, I apologize. A fight broke out in the lobby. He goes, oh... You had to break it up? I said, nah, I had to watch it. That was a good fight. That fight lasts about 10, 15 minutes. Wasn't about to miss that. After that, I had to float. You know the one thing I hate about being a floater? Actually, I take that back because it's way more than one thing. The thing I, I I hate about being a floater is that nobody would ever tell you anything. Like, you'd walk into the pharmacy, see the other pharmacists that was working ahead of you, meet the technicians. i get there about 2 o'clock. <laughs> Next thing you know, at 4 o'clock, you're the only damn person in the pharmacy. Come to find out the two afternoon techs called off, but didn't nobody tell you when you walked in. <laughs> Oh, and then I hate they used to call you last minute. They're like, hey, we need you to go to X and such and such a store. Can you be there in 45 minutes? 
you live over an hour away, but they want you to be there in 45 minutes. That made no sense to me. You were late. You know I live over an hour away from wherever you're trying to send me. Of course I was late. You can't do math before you send somebody over there? Then it was kind of bogus. They would start sending me to pharmacies in like these ethnic towns. Like they sent me to Chinatown by myself with no tech. Knowing I don't speak or read Chinese or Mandarin or whatever that was, Egyptian hieroglyphics, I don't even know. I gave everybody baby aspirin because I couldn't even read the, the leaflets. They sent me to the sent me to the pharmacy in the all Mexican neighborhood by myself once again at least I speak a little bit of Spanish so that wasn't so bad but I remember this lady brought me this over the counter product she's like where can I find these I'm looking the whole thing's in Spanish I said ma'am where did you get this she's like Mexico I said well that's exactly where you can find that I knew I was in trouble when this guy was like, prescription for Juan Gonzalez. It's like 35 Juan Gonzalez prescriptions ready. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I'm about to hand out the wrong medication today. But they didn't care. They knew I didn't speak Chinese or Spanish. They sent me there anyway, so whatever. One time, I, I was floating, and uh, there was a bunch of call-offs. So we were behind. Store closed at 10, but they were trying to clean up the store. And I told them, I said, hey, I'm going to be back here for an hour. I'm going to try to catch us up because we had the call-offs. Just come and get me. You think the fools ever came and got me? I left the pharmacy at 11, 11.15. Next thing I know, I'm locked in the whole store. It's dark. The security system's going off. My ears are hurting from the sound of the alarm system. All of a sudden, I hear the phone ringing. I didn't, I was scared to answer. I didn't know. I figured if they locked me in here, at least I should get a complimentary bottle of Diet Sprite and some M&M's. <laughs> Here's the security company. What are you doing in the store? Is this what you ask all criminals that break in? You just call them and ask them what they're doing in the store? I said, man, I worked here. Come get me out of here. <laughs> kind of awkward when the police showed up. They want to know why our brother is locked inside of a store after hours. I was like, uh-oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> Then I used to do overnights as a floater, making compounds. It's crazy because at like 3 o'clock you would do absolutely nothing. Except for the stores I used to float at that literally would leave me the whole warehouse to put up. I'm like, y'all couldn't have put up any of these totes? Not one? Not one damn tote? I remember I used to sweep 
for like four hours straight. <laughs> the one thing that was kind of creepy about overnight is when you had to work in a bad neighborhood, though. They had some creepy people. I remember one time I was working on the south side and uh, this guy came into the store. I was I was getting some uh, I was getting something to eat. This guy came in the store. He had tattoos all over his face. He he walks to the, the ice cream section, grabs a tub of ice cream, and just starts eating it without paying for it. The security guard gonna come to me, man. You see this crazy fool just eating his ice cream without paying for it? I'm like, yeah. He said, man, what we gonna do about it? I said, we. Who is we? I'm going back to the pharmacy. We. I am not security. I felt bad for security. In the overnight, them crazy fools used to come in their tattoos all over their face. They don't even have a baton. They give them a flashlight. What you supposed to do with a flashlight? You got hardcore criminals coming in, coming in the store, probably packing heat. You got a damn flashlight. And not that police, that that big black police, knock somebody out. Flashlight, this little, this this little cheap dollar store flashlight. People used to come all night to buy syringes. I used to hate that, cause then they want to give these stupid scenarios of why they coming in to to buy syringes at night when you realize you just they just using it for drugs. Um, hi, I'm here to get some, um, uh, some insulin syringes. Uh, what size you need? Um, um, the normal one. What do you mean the normal size syringes? Uh, uh, how many units you taking? Um... Uh, you don't know how many units of insulin you're taking? Uh, I said, you want the one all the other crackheads come in? 29 gauge, 1 cc, you want that one? Yeah, I'll take that one. Yeah, okay. I had a guy come by syringes one time on the overnight. I was drinking coffee. He gonna say, you know you should really lay off of, you should stop drinking coffee. They say caffeine's addicting. <laughs> yeah, well, there's worse things I could be addicted to. Probably less addicting than heroin or whatever you're shooting up. I'll worry about my caffeine. You worry about that heroin addiction. How about that? The one thing I loved about overnights, because any problems you had, you could leave it for the day crew. <laughs> All the insurance issues, you didn't have to deal with anything. That's the one thing I missed about. That's the one thing I missed about overnights. Now that I work days again, can't do that. Well, that's all I have for episode two. I try not to make them too long because I want people to be able to listen to these while they're at work in the pharmacy. But Lord knows we don't get that much 
time for a break, so I figure 15, 20 minutes is the perfect amount of time for people to maybe listen to a podcast. Later this week, I should have another video, The Struggle to Try to Get to the Restroom in the Pharmacy. Because Lord knows how many days I had to hold it. I just wear the pens to work now because me trying to go to the bathroom is just mission impossible. Alright y'all, I hope you enjoyed episode 2 of Disgruntled Pharmacy Podcast. Disgruntled Pharmacist Podcast. Remember, if you have uh, anything you would like me to talk about next podcast, feel free to email me. Doctor of comedy at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.